Welcome everyone back to the Brocast. I'm David Woods from Bruin Report Online, the UCLA site on the 24-7 Sports Network, and I am coming back to you um, numbed uh, after, after, that's not a word, after uh, UCLA's 40-37 to loss to Fresno State. Um, yeah, uh, insane game. Uh, absolutely nutty. Uh, UCLA looked dead in the water for a time. Honestly, they never really looked completely not dead in the water to me. Um, but, uh, completely crazy game, uh, just fumbles back and forth, complete gong show. Um, and just insane fumbles. Dorian Thompson Robinson got back to his thing where he just loses empty handed fumbles. Chase Coda had, uh, one of the uh, I don't know, weirdest strips ever, like a light touch on the ball, slapped it out of his hands on a deep shot down the field, and then UCLA ripped it away twice um, from Fresno State in odd situations. Uh, just a, a completely insane game, and then obviously the last couple of minutes uh, where all of us learned yet again the lesson that uh, life and being a UCLA sports fan is pain. Um yeah, so you, uh, okay, um, this game, I think it took uh, many different turns, and so it's hard to kind of just um, summarize it super easily. Uh, I think early on, uh, in the first half especially, a big part of the problem was the defense um, was just unable to get stops. Um, it looked like the main issue was a combination of the pressure not being able to get to Hainer, and then UCLA's defensive backs playing I don't know, somewhere between 10 and 15 yards off on basically every play. Respecting these receivers way too much, um, which actually allowed them to go off in a huge way, um, it, it just seemed like a complete misread of uh, Fresno State to play that sort of coverage. Hayner, if given time, was going to find guys. Um, and so you have to play press um, and hope to give him something like a dirty picture um, for longer so that uh, the pass rush can get home. Uh, it just seemed like a complete misread and, and something they fixed to an extent in the second half until very, very late when on the final drive they elected, really on the final play, but the final drive as a whole, they elected to play uh, insanely, like truly insane. Uh, they elected to play their defensive backs in the end zone on um, whatever that was uh, from the 12 or 15-yard line. Um uh, with 18 seconds to go, just absolutely nuts. Just no ex there, no explanation of why they did that would be valid. Uh, you're playing your corners, literally at the goal line, um, and naturally uh, Fresno State scored. Uh, yeah, so I thought there were some coaching breakdowns, um, to put it mildly, on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but it did get figured out in the third quarter. I don't know how much of that was coaching, actually. Um, I think. Part of it was Fresno State suddenly started dropping some balls that they were catching earlier um, because, again, those receivers are not actually that good. Um, and then some of it, I think, was individual players just stepping up and making plays. I mean, Quantrez Knight making plays, um, you know, just the strip fumbles like Carl Jones, just guys making individual plays um, and not being super helped out uh, by some of the coaching decisions. Um, but that was the defensive side of it. Uh, on the offensive side of it, um, I think there were some uh, obvious issues um, with Dorian Thompson-Robinson's performance um, in the first half especially. 
Um, I, I think the the one fourth uh, it might not be even be in the first half. All of it kind of melts together right now. Um, there was that one fourth down um, where the third and two they had snuck it and got it at nearly gotten the first down and the line was getting enough push like to be relatively assured that you're going to get um the conversion and then on the fourth and inches basically he decided to kind of freelance and go outside really poor decision just really really poor um and he got stuffed really bad um and then there was the uh empty-handed fumble which uh, you know we we saw that show a lot in 2019 hoping it was put to bed but uh cropped up again at a very inopportune moment but on the flip side he was a huge part of why they made the comeback I mean when you go back and you look at the yardage totals for this game he accounts for let's just do the percentage really quickly because it's insane um he accounts for yeah 345 of 395 yards for UCLA so 278 yards through the air and 67 yards on the ground. He was really the only effective rushing attack UCLA had in this game, um, which I kind of thought was going to be the case, or at least a little bit. That Well, not that he would be the only one, but that his legs would actually be a pretty big factor because Fresno State's defense does not align well for handling quarterback runs. Um, but, you know, he, he did step up late. Uh, that final touchdown drive uh, that he led was very, very good. The final read to Kyle Phillips for the touchdown was awesome. I just think it's, you know, you're he's a fourth year now. You're going to have some boom and bust with him. Um, you know, there's the great throw to Kyle Phillips that, yeah, it wasn't a catch, the, uh, the touchdown that he bobbled in the end zone, but it was a really good throw. And then there's the missed throw to Greg Dulcich, uh, I don't know, if about a series earlier where he just completely missed a wide-open Dulcich in a very similar situation. It was just an over-the-top throw that if you're a senior quarterback, you just got to hit those with, like, I don't know, 90% at a 90% clip if they're that wide open. Um, just, you know, struggle sometimes with putting putting the ball on guys. Um, and uh, But, again, there's the, you know, the, the super plays that he makes, too. Um, so you, you take what it is. Um, and that was kind of the offensive end, where the offense sputtered at times um, due to you know some issues, and they couldn't really run the ball. I thought the offensive line for the first time was really tested. I didn't think Sam Marazzo played a great game in his first game back. I would have liked to have seen them experiment with you know Gaines in at center, uh, Mafi in at right guard a little bit more. Mafi didn't seem like he played nearly enough in this one. I think that might have hurt the run game a little bit. Um, but also Fresno State was stacking the box. I mean, this was a game designed for Dorian to make plays, and he eventually did. Um, and then there were the, I think, coaching miscues. Uh, I thought the decision for UCLA to go for two was bad. Um, it didn't preserve their, it didn't preserve the potential. Uh, so it gets a little convoluted. Um, so when it was 30 to 26 with UCLA, they go for two. Uh, the two doesn't really get you anything. Um, it just puts you up six, but are they really going to try two field goal drives? Are you putting pressure on them to make the extra point? Like, what are you really getting out of an extra two? With the one, though, especially with the way your defense was like, kind of porous all game um with the one you're preserving field goal win odds or at least forcing them to go for two when they score another touchdown so to wit if you're up 31 26 and they score their touchdown as fresno state did then there's 32 31 they're gonna have to go for two there and either make or miss it whatever um but if they miss it you have now win odds on a field goal now how might that have changed the final drive for ucla you definitely would have gotten more conservative um, within the 20, uh, and you wouldn't have scored as quickly. Now, obviously, scoring the touchdown, you're not going to pass that up, 
but it would have preserved the opportunity for UCLA to win with a field goal, which may have led to them bleeding the, cock, bleeding, <laughs> bleeding the clock a little bit more, um, and potentially UCLA wins the game 34-32 uh, to 32 instead of uh, what ended up happening. Uh, but it's little miscues like that. And then um, the decision, they made a couple of these decisions in the game, but the, the really critical one late to accept the penalty um, on the illegal man downfield um, on Fresno State's penultimate um, uh, touchdown drive was a really bad one. Um, five yards does not matter uh, really at all, but it especially doesn't matter in a game like this and in a situation like that. Um, Hayner was pretty much getting whatever he wanted all game. Giving him an extra down is way more important than giving him extra five yards. Um, Chip Kelly needs to understand that, um, and that's just that's just a mistake. That's just a fundamental mistake. Um, and it, again, it led to a situation where it was a third down when they scored that touchdown, when otherwise it would have had to have been a fourth down. And with the time and score, what it was, they would have potentially still kicked a field goal because it was still, I think, three plus minutes when they scored that second to last touchdown. And in that situation, they might very well have chosen to kick a field goal and then try to, uh, you know, get a stop or, or do an onside kick. They probably wouldn't have. But again, you're preserving the opportunity for the other coach to make an error when you don't make errors. Um, it's these unforced errors. It's like the tennis analogy where you're you're hurting yourself for no reason. Um, and then there were the players who were constantly making unforced errors in this one. Like the uh, twice they had them on a fourth down and each time they went off sides. Like you just... You can't do that stuff. I mean, the pseudo turnovers that UCLA had in this game um, were just insane. I mean, when you look at the final numbers, it's going to look lopsided. And in, in some ways it was. I mean, Fresno State dominated um, time of possession. They like, I think their line play was generally better than UCLA's in this one. But when you actually look at it, yards per play, UCLA was a more explosive offense in this game. They just simply didn't have that many plays. They weren't on the field enough. And a big part of that was... Um, dumb fumbles and then uh, dumb pseudo turnovers where they um, pulled off sides on a play where they had them stopped. Um, those kinds of things just changed the game. So, uh, I mean, I'm sure it's hugely disappointing for UCLA. Um, really, really disappointing outcome for the Bruins. Um, they had this one at a few different points in the second half um, where it looked like they looked pretty good for the win. And then they just couldn't put it away. Um, and, uh, you know, they looked dog-tired at the end. I mean, that defense, you know, to do what they did in the third quarter without Otito Igbania and uh, Quentin Lake was huge, uh, but they just could not get a stop um, late in the game. I think they were failed by their coaches um, to an extent. Um, uh, but, you know, those off coverages are going to haunt nightmares, you know, as do many off coverages uh, from years past with UCLA. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you've been following UCLA for a while, you've seen that, you've seen that movie before, um, you know, 54 seconds to go and they get down the field and basically, what was it? Four plays, five plays. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we all saw Notre Dame in 2006. We all saw, I don't know, Utah in 2015, 2014, ASU a few years ago. Like this stuff just, it constantly happens. Um, you know, it's just. Uh, it's just a lot in life. Um, all right. Well, uh, yeah, there's not a whole lot else before we get into like really in-depth stuff from this game. Um, obviously very disappointing. It doesn't end the season for UCLA. Fresno State is good. Um, they're better than I even thought. Um, so I, I think there's some solace to be taken in that regard, but 
really disappointing that it was a missed opportunity for UCLA. They could have had a, you know, they could have escaped with a, you know, a good wake up call win. And now they've got Stanford next week, which suddenly looks like it's um, surging a bit and might be able to, um, you know, take advantage of UCLA in some of the similar ways that Fresno State was able to. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what they can put together and also how they will deal with uh, two, I would say, very critical injuries um, on the defensive side, and if those uh, can get, you know, mended in the next week. But anyway, very disappointing loss, and uh, we will talk to you again next week and certainly have a bunch of writing about this disaster um, over the course of the week. All right. Thanks, y'all.